I would like to read one verse from Philippians chapter 3, verse 1. Philippians 3 and verse 1, which reads, Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you, to me indeed, is not grievous, but for you it is safe. And I particularly want to focus upon the beginning. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. The Apostle Paul is beginning to draw his short letter to the church at Philippi to a close, and he is delivering some parting exhortations. At least 19 times in this book, Paul mentions joy, rejoicing, or gladness. He was a happy man, and he wanted the Philippians to be happy also. When he wrote the letter, some would be inclined to believe that there was nothing in his life that appeared to cause him to rejoice. He was in a smelly, damp, dark, cold prison in Rome, bereft of everyday normal comforts. It is possible that when his trial would come to court, that he may be found guilty and be sentenced to death. What was the secret of his joy then? First, he was a Christian. Yes, he was an apostle chosen by Christ to be initially the principal gospel preacher to the Gentile world. But first and foremost, he was a Christian. He had a remarkable conversion experience on the Damascus Road, and the gospel was revealed to him by Christ alone, and he had subsequent spiritual experiences that no other individual experienced. But all of these things aside, the secret of his joy was that he was saved. His sins were forgiven. He was reconciled to God through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 5, verse 1, quote, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. End quote. He knew what it was to have new life in Christ through the new birth. Also, he believed in the sovereignty of God. It is easy to believe that when things are going well in your life. As Romans 8.28 states, quote, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. End quote. But it is not so easy to believe that when you are in prison and facing a death sentence because you were obedient to the commission given to you by Christ. Paul wanted to be out and about preaching to the Gentiles the gospel, but he was chained up in a prison in Rome. It would be easy to get despondent and depressed under such conditions. He did not let his circumstances rob him of his joy. Why? Because the Lord was working in all Paul's circumstances. Philippians chapter 1, verse 12, quote, But I would ye should understand, brethren, that the things which happened unto me have fallen out rather unto the furtherance of the gospel. End quote. Paul, in his prison, couldn't preach in the normal fashion, but others could. Some preachers were genuine, but others were not but the gospel was being preached nonetheless. 
What is true of Paul's life is true of every Christian. The Lord God is working in every circumstance of your life and in all the affairs of the world. What is happening in the Middle East? Will the war escalate? What is happening in the Ukraine and in other troubled spots in the world? I don't know, and I suggest you don't know either. But what we do know is that God is working out his plans and purposes in the great events in the world, past and present, and in the small and private affairs of your life also. This is why Paul was able to write in Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, quote, Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. End quote. I do not wish to make light of your troubles, your trials, but the Christian has no reason to be despondent, knowing that the Lord is in control. Remember, no one suffered as a Christian like the Apostle. This is what enabled Paul to be a joyful Christian. Furthermore, he didn't let people or things or worry rob him of his joy. In our lives, we've got to interact with all kinds of people. We're to love the brethren. It's a mark of a true Christian when we do. But some of the brethren are not easy to love. We're to love our enemies, and that can be extremely hard to practice. People will disappoint and fail you, and you'll disappoint others. But don't let people and their treatment of you rob you of your joy. Some people find their joy in temporal material things. That is why some people are never satisfied and always wanting more. And when things are taken from them, their joy disappears like snow of a dike. They react like spoilt children when they are deprived of their toys. Don't live for temporal and transitory things of this world. Jesus said in Mark 8, verse 36, quote, What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? End quote. Some people are inclined to worry, and this takes away their joy. Worry can rob people of peace and fulfillment, it can have consequences that can affect your physical and mental health. Medicine can remove the symptoms, but it cannot remove the cause. As someone said, worry is an inside job. You can purchase sleep at the local drugstore, but you cannot purchase rest. The apostle had many reasons to worry, but he didn't, and therefore he, he remained joyful. He rejoiced in the Lord, in what the Lord has done and is doing and will do. The Christian is to do likewise, like the psalmist who said in Psalm 31, sorry, 34, verse 1, quote, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Paul was a joyful Christian. Friends, we should be joyful Christians, come what may. The Lord is sovereign in all matters. May the Lord bless these words to us as we come to prayer.